talk the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here. Mike, we are honored to inform you. You are the newest inductee in the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame. This is Tony Rixey. Mike, as the person who's worked with you longer than anybody else, it's such a pleasure to call you a Hall of Famer. Mike Riley, this is Steve O'Brien. Youngster, congratulations for an incredibly well-deserved honor. Mike Riley is the prototypical example that we would want young people to have. Bruce Farrell, congrats, Mike, for your induction into the North Carolina Broadcasters Hall of Fame. This is Mike Davis, and I want to congratulate Mike Raley on this well-deserved honor. And, Mike, it's an honor working with you, and I look forward to continuing to do that for a long time to come. Hi, Mike. This is Patrick Johnson, and I want to congratulate you on making the Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. Hey there, it's Mike Wheelis. Rayleigh, really, we've laughed and cried and laughed and laughed more. And I don't believe there is a person more dedicated to their radio career or a better ambassador for the state of North Carolina. If anyone deserves this honor, you do. Congrats, buddy. Mike, Rhonda Garrison, wishing you congratulations on your induction into the North Carolina Broadcasters Hall of Fame. This is really something. This should be an inspiration to everyone who is in broadcasting that somebody can work at one company for 47 years. This is Dick Stork. When I started at WPTF in 1976, Mike Raley was a college student and nighttime board operator. Over many years of continuous service to WPTF, he has certainly come a long way. Congratulations on being inducted into the NCAB Hall of Fame. Hey Mike, Brian Freeman here. I want to congratulate you from the bottom of my heart on another fantastic accomplishment. From everyone that knows you to everyone who's worked with you, you are top notch and above all. Thanks for all your years of service, Mike. He's a guy who always comes to work ready. He's always prepared. He does his job day in and day out. He's a workman. Grinnell Scott here. I can officially call you Hall of Famer now, Mike. Congratulations. This is an honor that is well-deserved, and it's about time. Congratulations, my friend. And as always, keep on growing. Mike, welcome to the Hall of Fame. Wow. Jason, thank you very much for putting that together. That's nice. That's that's uh, that's kind of a nice alternative. There's a Hall of Fame presentation there, Jason. I would say yeah. I would say you did. An I need to get job. you a trophy. <laughs> Absolutely, I but you're not going to take mine. <laughs> when I die, I want Jason. Yeah, Jason. Jason uh, knows his stuff. He's he's. Uh, he may not like chitlins. <laughs> I don't well, know. I, I think he's eating them. I don't. I don't think that really is there anybody who dislo- truly dislikes chitlins. I mean, if 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 they if they got to know them better. Moving on to other subjects. <laughs> I'm well, beginning to, I'm beginning to doubt my sponsorship of Tom. You should. Because, <laughs> you should because I doubt yeah, it too. <laughs> because we we have a, a CIA 
which is the Chitlin Investigative Agency that's very, very alert. And anyone who condemns Chitlins after having been inducted into the Chitlin, Chitlin Hall of Fame is due to get kicked out. Is due to get kicked out and have J.C. Uh, Knowles give them a, a, a verbal thrashing. <laughs> if that's possible for J.C. to I was getting ready to, to, to say. <laughs> now, Wesley Williams it could would give be, you a verse. Uh, 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 J.C. could give you a lengthy verbal thrashing. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. And he's had an operation, and, and I hope he's doing well. He missed the good old boys uh, the other day. And, J.C., if you're well, give us a call. Yeah, I'd love to hear from J.C., always. Uh, Steve has uh, been waiting, and Steve, I hope you're well, my friend. I thank you so much for for driving all the way over to to uh, beyond Pittsburgh, to almost to Siler City yesterday, uh, to last Saturday rather. Uh, but thank you for that. Oh, we had fun. Uh, we went we went and had barbecue, and there's a pottery place in Pittsburgh that we like to go to. That uh, that the lady there is really nice and makes. Really beautiful stuff. Yeah, it's a great, great little town. I'm uh, thankful I I married well and married a, a Pittsburgh girl. Hey, uh, did you get the, uh, did your rain lilies come up? Did what come out? Rain, rain lilies. Yeah, your spider lilies. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know, you I, I have loved, uh, ours did, and the, the uh, uh, walking around the neighborhood this week, they're just kind of errant. They're they're here and there, but they they really stand out. Yeah, mine are I the batch the batch I left out came up, and we my wife was saying you need to ask them this weekend if they're started to come up or not. So yes, okay. But uh, and thank you so much uh, again for that. I gosh, everybody should have spider lilies. Enjoy the uh, tomatoes? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, definitely. I got more if you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, Linda particularly enjoyed them because she's vegetarian and she piled them on high. Yeah. You know, the the smaller, there's so many varieties of tomatoes now, but a lot of small varieties that uh, can be used and are so much easier to grow. Than, I like than, sauteing mine in olive oil and herbs. That sounds good. Oh, it is. It's great. Um, the, uh, oh, what was I getting ready to say? The first three hours of yesterday's storm, Yes. my yard was so dry that I went out there about, oh, in the, in the third hour, after it had rained steady and it looked like my rain gauge had like inch and a half, two inches in it. I went out there, there was no puddling, there was no runoff, mm-hmm. it was absolutely, my yard was soaking up every bit of rain that was coming down, and until last night, um, that's when the run, runoff started, so uh, it wasn't, I, we lost power for about six hours last night, mm. so I had to run my generator. Wow. Yeah, there are still uh, 50,000 people or so in Wake County who don't have power, but uh, yeah, uh, Duke Energy and the co-ops are working on that. I, I ran my regenerator for four hours and decided to give it a break and then took a nap. And when I woke up from my nap, I went out there 
about uh, 2.30-ish and cranked it back up to get the, so that my freezers would be running. And uh, 15 minutes after I cranked it back up, power came back on. You know, I heard I heard others, uh, somebody else saying that they were saying, boy, I think I, I need to go crank up the generator. That was, that was me. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You said you, you were getting ready to touch the button, and it was <laughs> – and the power magically comes back on. Yeah. So uh, that's always a great feeling. Tom Tom said he was he was awoken uh, by, uh, by the power. 4.30, they turned the power back the lights, on. It was wonderful. The lights are coming on, yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh, I'm I'm told, uh, doesn't uh, some areas of Pittsburgh don't don't have uh, power today? Having a little party over there today, but there's generator power, the place we're going. So um, what's really funny is two blocks away from my house, they had power. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. The grid is so complicated, and I I, I haven't been to. I think I. Years and years ago, went out to CPNL and their their main center, and it was fascinating. You know, twenty thirty years ago, but now uh, they can they can tell exactly where they're. But they, I mean, they like like for you to call. They have numbers for you to call if you if your power is out. Uh, sometimes they don't know, but they they can really pinpoint this stuff. It's amazing. Well, I just thought I'd let you guys know I'm still alive. I'm thankful for that, Steve. <laughs> Yeah, the problem with feeling better is you want to do more. Yeah. You do more. You get tired. Exhausted. Yeah. That's all right. Enjoy the day, my friend. Right now, I've I've been trying to do too much. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's pretty normal. I'm trying to do nothing. It's just hard for me to do that. Yes, sir. All right. Have a great... Have a good weekend. You too. Thank you, Steve. Great, Steve. Thank you, guys. Well, we love you too, buddy. We love our listeners, and uh, especially the folks who call. We haven't had a lot of calls this morning. I don't know. People are uh, – Maybe they're not cleaning up their yard. Maybe well, they are. Well, but. look, I know they are, and, and just want to, again, urge everybody, you got to be cautious if you're trying to, you know, cut up a tree – you just got to use you know it's really better to wait it, it's wet out there it's easy to slip especially if you're using e- even a handsaw much less a much less a chainsaw mm-hmm. um, and paul you might want to say something about people who want to try to come around and clean up your yard or cut your trees yeah it's yeah scamming if you're if you're hiring tree work that's really something you need to approach with caution and, and yeah, not you want anybody going door to door yeah with that kind of work right you want to approach it with caution. You want to take your time in making a decision, uh, make, make sure you're hiring a reputable company. I mean, it's going to be tough over the next probably few weeks because tree companies are going to be busy. They're going to have a lot of work. There may be a little bit of a wait time, but but patience pays off in this situation. Um, it's, it's good if you can get a couple of estimates and get some references. And, Tom, the other thing, you know, you were talking about a tree you had taken down, um, asking about insurance making sure that they've got insurance to cover if if something goes awry and you know they damage uh, you know the tree the limb falls on your shed or 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 worse on your neighbor's shed or something like that also if a worker gets injured on your property they need to have workers compensation insurance and you not only need to ask about that it's a good idea to ask for the proof and a reputable company will provide that yeah. for you yeah, that was one of the biggest problems I had when I was Attorney General during disasters, scammers. Right, 
And uh, by the way, uh, one of my friends, Christine Redden, said, sad news, we lost our Rufus Crepe Myrtle last night. Oh. And it was about 20 years old. It oh sure got it. Huh? I'm sorry yeah. about that. Well, they they get very lush and top-heavy sometimes. Yeah. Well, and maybe, I, maybe they'll get a root sprout or a stump sprout. Well, and, yeah. Well, uh, they're sprouting now. I've, I've uh, dug a few this past week, and I've got uh, a couple of them that look like they might survive. Yeah. Yeah. Get out and assess your yard, and, and as Paul says, be careful. Look up to look make up sure and, they're nothing yeah, hanging right. down yeah and we heard from the bouncer mike who joe the bouncer said that he uh i'm wondering about the listeners that you've got we've got uh, they're just the most <laughs> joe the bouncer joe joe is uh joe, joe is a is a friend of mine now and uh but was friend uh, friend How'd of you get to be friends with a guy named joe the bouncer I, we used to see this guy show up at our remotes who was really tall and and brawny and and i started calling him joe the bouncer uh he's a wonderful person but uh he's he's uh he's good to have at our remotes in case there's trouble I'll yeah and then, well, here's his quote and speaking of tom's dead boxwood my daphne that i had to repot because of a raccoon encounter is now <laughs> wilting I've already called the undertaker. Oh my gosh! I am sorry to hear that. That's so common with. I've still got Daphne in front of my house that are just. You remember you brought me a little cutting. One yeah, time. and they're, they're so hard to grow. Well, I know. And yours are doing well. Well, I, here's what you do with Daphne: ignore them. Yeah. Oh, that's, leave that's them alone. That's what I've don't done. Forget them. about them. That's, don't, don't that's what I did them. with mine. Yeah, and, don't talk to them either. Yeah, <laughs> just enjoy the fragrance whenever they blow. Oh man, let's—we've got a treat this morning. The whip is with us oh, the from whip. Alamance County. We haven't yeah. heard from the whip, but the whip. Uh, whip, how are you? Uh, good morning from uh, from uh, calm Alamance County after yesterday. Was your uh, son busy yesterday? Did he have to work yesterday? The whip junior was off yesterday. Oh, okay, well, I know he was <laughs> thankful for that. <laughs> well, yeah, he's uh, he he he's off for the weekend. He's a policeman. Yeah, yeah, he uh, was very thankful he didn't have to work in this best. Cause I know it's been something. We we sat here last night and listened to the wind blow, and then about nine fifteen, it went dark. You came back on this morning about five thirty. So, well, you sound about like Tom's problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you got your power back, Whip. Oh yeah, and congratulations, Mike. I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. It it means more than anybody could ever know. It's hard to describe the the feeling that I have. Oh, I can only imagine. And it, you know, the wind was blowing so hard yesterday. Uh, I stopped at the railroad track. And the whistle came through 15 minutes before the train ever got there. <laughs> well, that's confusing. I think I'd turn around and go back the other way. Now I know why they call him the whip. <laughs> well, I bestowed that name on him because his real name is Lash Reitenberry. Lash LaRue. Yeah, Lash LaRue, absolutely. <laughs> we have to be of a certain age to know about that. Yes, we do. The whip is one of our cast of characters. Yes, on this show. I got that. I got that. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of funny, Mike. We were we were on Jake's front porch. Uh, oh, it's been back in the spring, and Rufus called, and Jake answered the phone, and he said, "This is Whip Junior." 
<laughs> good for him. That's that's a good name for a for a cop. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah, but that that tickled me when he said hey, this is Whip Junior. <laughs> well, by the way, Whip, do you do you want to hear the saying of the day, sponsored by Cliff Joyner? Here it goes. How much money do you pay Cliff Joyner? Cliff Joyner is the <laughs> nicest person I've ever met, and he would not he, – he's just fallen into a gold mine here. Though, All we? right. People who say it cannot be done should not interrupt those who are doing it. Now, how about that? Well oh. said. Amen. Yeah. Well said. Amen. Yes, sir. Yeah. I thought that would work in good with you, Whip. <laughs> <laughs> How's our sheriff doing? Our sheriff's doing good. Uh, we're having a big, uh, well, it's it's a reverse raffle at Shrine Club tonight, so he'll be at that. And then next uh, next Friday is the uh, Burlington Shrine Club's uh, annual flounder fish fry. Mm. Boy, it sounds so, good. I could eat some of that right now. Uh, Me too. If you you mm-hmm. guys up this way, stop and eat at the at the Shrine Club. It's right there on Plantation Drive, right off the interstate, right. Down below, uh, Cox Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Uh, Ruthless knows where the Shrine Club is. Been there many times. Fine yes, organization. Yes, sir. And all the money goes to the uh, uh, Children's Hospitals. Uh, yeah, Burns Center. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. That's a wonderful yeah. organization. It sure is. is. Yeah, the sheriff's doing good. He's working hard to get reelected, so let's hope he does. Well, I'm sure he'll do very well. Yeah, I hope so. Listen, guys, let's keep uh, all these people in Florida in your prayers. And yeah. There's a lot of people in North Carolina need the prayer this morning, too. That's right. That's right. Can't pray too you much. Have a great weekend. You, you too, Whip. Thanks Thank you whip. for calling. All right, buddy. Love y'all. We love Thank you, too. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. We, we, don't, we don't hear from the Whip enough. No. And I, I'm expecting to hear from Big John here in a minute. I don't know what's gotten into him. He's well, he's he's so mean, big, we don't want too much. Big, big John, big John, <laughs> big voice. He's supposed to pick me and Linda up for a little event down in Pittsburgh uh-huh. that I heard about. Yeah. Well, I mean, he. I think, hasn't, we, I think we're going to break bread with you. He hasn't. Uh, he hasn't backed out, has he? No, Cheryl he, coming too. Cheryl is in Cheryl, yeah, Cheryl, She better be there. Cheryl, Cheryl is coming. Cheryl. <laughs> Rufus has two keepers. Cheryl and Linda. Big John called earlier and said happy birthday. Oh. Well, that oh, was, well. That was uh, a couple of weeks ago, John. <laughs> well, I, appreci- I appreciate it. <laughs> anyway, he just got the word. Yeah, well, that, I, we're going to celebrate my birthday and this uh, unbelievable award that came my way uh, coming up today. That just means it'll work you harder here at the station. You know, I, that's what I was thinking on, on Wednesday afternoon during all that celebration. I've got to get up at 3.30 in the morning and go back to work tomorrow. <laughs> and I asked, I asked Mr. Curtis if, if I could have the day off. He said, well, you don't have to work the whole day. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like Harlan Balls that I used to work for. Harlan Balls said, listen. I just want to tell you right now, I don't expect you to work but half a day. And I don't care whether that's, it's the first 12 hours or right. the last 12 hours. Yes. That's good. That's good. I like that. That's right. So I, I, I came came back in. And here this morning, but I'll tell you, it's, it's so much fun on this show. I, I don't – the only time we have 
a bad time is when something doesn't work uh, electronically. You That's know, the only time. In describing, a, a friend in church said something to me about it because they listen. And I said, you know, it, do you remember back in the old days of network radio, the old Arthur Godfrey show yes. or the Don McNeil Breakfast right, Club? exactly. This is this type of show. It's it is. live radio. It's, it's not scripted, as you can easily tell. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, it has a cast of characters. But I can read scripts. Yes. <laughs> if well, necessary. Good for you. And... <laughs> That was it's one of the things that's kept me going. That's here. exactly right. Well, anyway, it just it's it's homey, it's fun, it's interesting, um, it, it's just a lot of fun. And I hope I hope the listeners can tell we're having a good time. Yeah. And maybe we haven't turned off everybody. Maybe there's no. a few we just lost people. Betsy, who I was getting ready to go to. Betsy called back. We apologize for our, our ramblings, we're but desperate uh, for a call, we're a little Betsy. slow. We're a little slow this morning. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We'll talk to, how about, look at that picture, that handsome guy up there. Johnny in uh, Fuquay, a lot of gray hair. Johnny in Fuquay. uh, At least you've got hair. Tom doesn't have any. (laughs) Good morning. Hey, Hey. good morning. I just had a quick question. If you all had any um, experience with pomegranates, and uh, if you did, what would be good to ensure I'm Feed them right and stuff that they flourish. I've got one that all my brothers brought to me, and I planted. Rufus, that. have you grown uh, pomegranates? Only one time, and I didn't. I didn't care to do it. And and over here is our extension service man. He'll tell you all about pomegranates. <laughs> I don't know if they have okay. pomegranates in Vance County. That's way up north. Yeah, I, I think I've seen them growing there. Um, they're not. Uh, real reliable, if I'm remembering correctly, they're not a real reliable fruit producer in, in this part of the world. Um, okay. I mean, you can grow them, uh, but um, and and they've got a pretty flower. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, it, it's not a bad shrub, um, but With plenty uh, of sun. I know that. I didn't have mine yeah. in full sun, and I think that was the problem. Gonna need full sun. Um, I'm looking up real quick on the, the NC State Extension Plant Toolbox. Uh, it's got a wealth of information about them. Um, okay. But, in fact, there's a little video there uh, recorded by one of our extension agents about the pomegranate. Um, Maybe I'll look on there, too. Yeah, he, he's got he, – he's down in Atlanta, and one of his neighbors has a, a tree or bush, wherever it is, it's got – Johnny, if if you could, Johnny, if you could hold on just a couple of minutes and yeah. let us do some news, and we'll come right back and discuss sure. this more. All right, we'll discuss pomegranates coming up on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 1036. Mike Rayley here along with Tom Campbell and Rufus Edmonston. Paul McKenzie of the uh, Extension Service in Warren and Vance County. Back to Johnny. And Paul said... Uh, pomegranate. Why do you want to plant pomegranate? No, Tom said that. I thought you said that. Tom said that. I just want to test it out here, that's all. Oh, you, yeah. you, you want to test it, huh? Yeah. yeah. Science yeah, project I, I, like Tom has. I, I like science projects. <laughs> you, you can grow it. It's it's one of those. It's kind of an old timey plant, actually. Um, and it, the the thing about it is, it's rated for zones eight, eight through ten, and we're in zone seven. So if we get a cold winter, 
Um, it may get killed back to the ground, yep. but uh, it'll, what it'll, to mine. it'll sprout back. The thing I'm not sure about is the propagation. It's probably not something that you'd find at a lot of nurseries. Um, but I, I, I'm wondering if it might be pretty easy to propagate just from a cutting. I, I don't know for well, certain. Either that or, or the uh, air was it the air layering or whatever it's called when you when you right. put it on the branch and start it that way. That's how he started this one. It's done really well. In my okay. backyard growing. It's just the first year sitting there, but he, he's growing kiwi down there too. He's got like the the frost killed out his blossoms, but this past year he put some. You know, he just pretty much covered it over, put a heater in there, and now he's got 400 kiwi growing there about ready to harvest. So, I mean, he's doing pretty good. I'm just trying to sort of... That was a president of the Pomegranate Association calling you there. You better answer. Oh, right. I was going to give you something some, about some pomegranate tips. juice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that good for you? Well, listen up. I'll look online check out some of the stuff you all have, but, you know, I, I appreciate it. We'll see if it works. So, yeah, there's a nice uh, there's a nice nice uh, reference to it at the uh, North Carolina Extension Gardener Plant Toolbox. If you just if you just type in Plant Toolbox NCSU, it'll be your first hit, and you yeah, can look up pomegranate. And, and when you're gotta, looking up plants in those that's, areas, that's the or, go-to or place within our listening area. It should be as local as you can get it. You mm-hmm. don't care about what they're doing in Washington State, right? Or right. Florida, or where. You know, it has to be North Carolina. Yeah. Always, when I'm looking up something on, on the Internet, I always put, uh, how do you grow so-and-so in North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Quite often something well, from the extent. Well, I appreciate the help. Yeah. And congrats to you, Mike. I heard that on the radio. Good job. That's awesome. Thank you, Johnny. I appreciate that, buddy. Give our best to everybody in Fuquay. Thank you. Y'all how about Verena? Verena, too. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I, yes, sir. Yeah, tell our friend Nelson hello down there. Verena has some some great restaurants too. They're on the, on the other side of the tracks. Maria is in Raleigh. Maria, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. I have a Daphne Adora at about a in a six or seven inch pot that I've got. The leaves um, have dropped because of being getting in the colder weather up north. It came from up north. When is a good time to plant it? Should I plant it now or? Keep it in the garage and wait till spring. I, I think I would I would wait until it dries up a little bit this week. It it I likes not plant it, today. It, it likes to have great drainage, exceptional drainage. It doesn't like direct sun. Okay. Rufus, you're the expert on death. Yeah, Rufus, Rufus is, on is the, the dying. expert. Well, for I, God's sake, don't talk to it. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tom says, ignore it. Ignore yeah, you it. totally ignore it. Uh, if you can find a little high ground, would be good. It, it you can don't don't stick it down too deep. I'd leave it in the okay. pot a while, uh, okay. And and well, just get a get build if you have to build a little high ground on it. And it, the okay. soil, the, the sorrier the soil, I found the better they grow. I'm sorry. What, what the sorrier the soil? The oh, sorrier the soil, the better they grow. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to put it in bad dirt and ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're and, fixed. And take the high ground, as we always do on this show. All right, thank you very much. But you, when you get it to grow, there's no plant like a Daphne. It's just fabulous. It well, looms. I had two of them, and then one died about three years ago, and the other one died last year, and I thought, well, I'm not doing something right, so let me call you. And well, nobody, everybody has that problem. The roots okay. are very susceptible to water damage, they get photopoda root rot. Okay. And that okay. Uh, that kills them. So you have he, to be oh. careful about them 
Being, Plant, being in too much water. Plant in sun to part shade, moist, very well-drained soil that can dry out between waterings. Okay. Uh, the, the plants often only last three to four years. They are easy to propagate from stem cuttings. So that's not that's, so. Right. Not so. <laughs> that's one of the problems is, uh, is moist soil, but it likes to be drained. So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's a real balance. Yeah, there. it is. Yeah. Have you had any luck with those seed cuttings, Rufus? I haven't. How many do you have in your I, yard now, Rufus? I've got four daphnes, and uh, the one of them's about at the peak. It's up about three feet tall, three feet wide. It's about time for yeah. it to croak. <laughs> and one time I planted. Uh, is that a technical <laughs> term? Or yeah, it is. Is that a non-linear? It's like sorry soil. That's covered in Hort 101. I planted 15 cuttings and did the right thing, and and I never could get them, but but two to root. And then that, I got it on up there a little bit, and then it promptly died. Okay. But, All right, well, I'll see what I can do. I might be 0 for 3. Well, now, here, here Joe the Bouncer, says, tell that woman to get rid of that Daphne. <laughs> well, we don't want to do that. <laughs> but they're so she ain't taking any advice from Joe no, the Bouncer, we, we I can like, tell you that. We, we like Joe. We, we like the fragrance, that lemony fragrance in, in the they're cold beautiful. weather. Yeah, they are. they are pretty, especially the variegated ones. That's what I had. Yeah. So, okay, I'm going to work on it. Thank you for your. All right. Well, you got it from up north. Make it southern. Yeah. Put it call good call us and tell soil. us how it does. Yeah, please do. Call back. Keep us in touch. This is Daphne Watch okay. Country. Okay, that sounds great. I wish I'd had pictures of my first two. They were beautiful and ended up being like waist high. They loved it where they were, but they yeah. Got yeah. Too much water. Too much water okay. got to them. Thank, right, thank you, gentlemen. Have thank a good day. You. Bye. I don't know. Do, do voles like Daphne's? I've they never had also, one die of a vole. Something else grabs him real quick, though. It's an evil spirit. <laughs> well, maybe you need a witch doctor out there on your property that you maybe, can call maybe on. We need, maybe we need the whip around. Maybe we need the whip. All right. Uh, you know, the heat uh, has been horrible uh, this summer. Some of the worst I, I can remember. And it, we think about batteries going dead in the winter. Well, a lot of the damage happens because of the heat. So you need to go to King's Auto Service and check out that battery to make sure it's in good shape. They can tell you if you need a new one. That'll uh, keep it from, from failing, hopefully. Your uh, AC, even during the wintertime, even on cool days, moist days like this, it, uh, it helps to have it on um, and regulated so you can, you can you know, defog the interior of your car, but make sure that it runs well. And you can also do that at King's Auto Service. Engine cooling, you need to, to make sure about that, or the uh, antifreeze, hoses, belts, tires, brakes, all of it needs to be checked by King's Auto Service. And there's been a big problem across the country with catalytic converters being stolen, especially on some of the Toyota Prius cars. King's Auto Service can help prevent this theft with the installation of a cat shield. Now give King's a call and let them help you. They can install this cat shield over the catalytic converter, and that's going to be a lot cheaper than replacing a $2,000 catalytic converter. And uh, give, them, give them a call for a lot of reasons. They, are, they have excellent technicians there. They are certified hybrid technicians, so those hybrid cars uh, the batteries can last for a long time, but uh, at some point you're going to have to replace them, and that can be expensive, and they can get you the battery packs uh, cheaper 
than a dealer. King's Auto Service, easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. 1045, more of the weekend gardener straight ahead. We'll talk to Philip and Judy. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. Boy, we're winding down here quickly. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of hepped up. I, I'm worried about that sorry I soil I don't in think my the yard. show may be winding down, but we're not. Hey, uh, Master Gardeners, uh, are you looking for Master Gardeners? Yeah, we are. We're going to we're gonna do training uh, starting in February in Vance, Warren, uh, and combining our class with Granville in person. So Johnny Coley up there is looking for Master Gardener volunteers as well. We'll train you. It's about 40 hours of training. It's going to be on, on Thursday morning starting in early February, I think. Um and it's fabulous. You'll learn all about trees, shrubs, turf, fruits, vegetables, insects, weeds, diseases, wildlife in the garden, and more. Sounds good. And I love the service component. It's terrific. Um, it's so much fun. I, I cannot tell you how many days, Tom, I've gone to work, and, I'm, and, and I just had to pinch myself thinking I'm getting paid for this. Hanging out with yeah. fun people. Yeah out in the garden uh some really knowledgeable yeah. people who come into oh, the program man. too yeah the expertise like edna. yeah edna gaston <laughs> oh is she's so terrific well, i haven't heard from tell her I, we haven't heard from her in a while i appreciate it if she'd she'd call yeah yeah i'll, I'll give her your please your do regards. We love yeah. edna yeah she's terrific yeah just check with your your county and and the program if you're interested it it's usually during the week and during the daytime True. hours that you have the classes which are two or three hours yeah it's about three hours per class ours runs once a week for about 15 weeks yeah uh, so it, it's a time commitment but uh, you, get a, big you get a lot old out thick of it book yeah yeah well you get the extension gardener handbook yeah which is um, a wonderful book Tom, it, do you have do you have that book i don't remember whether i do or not that used to be in a loose leaf notebook yeah all the materials and you could add to it but that uh, lucy and all it's, the folks it's at now the extension it's, service it's are, now like a textbook I yeah mean, it's it is a, a published textbook, textbook. you, you can, purchase it you can purchase it on on amazon or directly from unc press um it's i think i think i have full a, color tom i think i have a copy uh to give you oh, okay. I, I can i don't i don't uh i think i have two copies somehow i ended up with two copies of it so i'll uh i'll get you that i'd love to have that yeah i love reading about these things all right and i ordered you i, I ordered you the um rain garden book oh from, uh, good. The nc state well, professor appreciate it while i was sitting here yeah. so we'll uh, see if that helps you any with uh your xeriscaping something we talked about i don't know when was that in 08 or somewhere back in there they we had the the yeah, big we, drought problems and everybody yeah. had a rain barrel well yeah. i'm slow coming to the party but i've gotten there now and the rain barrels the rain barrels at my church killed uh, it was so overflowing with water it was near a, a huge daphne that was pretty <laughs> pretty and it killed it it killed no it, it just got so yeah it was, the overflow just dripped down yeah. so i remember that uh 
odd. And, and the, the professor and her landscaping class, uh, Helen Krauss, uh, came and landscaped and, and built a, uh, a labyrinth at our ch- on our church mm. grounds. And they I've planted yeah, they planted nice. the stuff. Yeah, it's it's uh, so nice up there. Yeah, great great place to pray and uh, just relax a little bit. But let's see, Judy is in Apex. Judy, good morning. Good morning. Can I you c- hear me? Yes, ma'am. I, can you hear me? Um, I can. I can. Good. That's the first time I've called when I've been in the car. Oh, thank you for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. I mostly was calling for Rufus. Rufus, a couple of years ago, you said you had a hard time growing Tabasco. I had a hard time finding them, yes. Oh, finding them. Um, And a couple years ago, you guys were at Bill Campbell's, and I brought a box of my husband's um, hot sauce, various kinds. Part of it was Tabasco. Yes, ma'am. And anyway, so we have plenty of Tabasco peppers, and if you want any, maybe off the radio, uh, I can give my phone number and we can get you some if you don't have any this year. And yeah, I, I'll, I'll get uh, we'll get Brother Jason in there to copy down your phone number, and we can give it to Rufus. Well, Judy, you're real sweet. I I found this year this year at so, at the uh, farmers market plants, and I've had a good crop already with my brother-in-law, who's who's a tenant farmer. He okay. I furnished the he he says it makes the best hot sauce of any, and just a dab of of habanero, just two or three habanero plants. Now he he does not like the the Carolina Reaper and all those other hot ones. He says it's just too hot. But yeah. Tabasco is the best. Yeah. But I thank you. But I, I isn't did. that the plant that they use the Michael Haney's use down in Louisiana? Yes, yes. absolutely. It is on that island. Yeah. We we visited there, and um, so we've tried. Uh, you know, they age theirs for three years before they make the sauce. So we've done that too, and it does get hotter when you age it. Um, so. Oh my! Yeah, you need to think about that, Rufus. Woo! Need a facility out at your property for aging. Or just stick them in a in a jar and uh. and refrigerate them. You know, um, let's, you know how to ferment them, and then um, so in the fermentation stage, once they fermented, you you just uh, refrigerate it, and then you finish it off when you're ready. You don't you you don't put any liquid in there, huh? Oh yes, to during the fermentation, yes, it's water and salt. So, so they get they ferment. So does that mean you get a buzz? No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, you, if you were to take a drink of it, you'd you'd get something. <laughs> It'd set you free. Get, yeah. You know, if yeah. people are listening to this show for the first time, they have got to be wondering <laughs> what in the no. What is it? Every week bugs? it's like that, Tom. They wonder. Well, you might get a hot buzz. <laughs> I'm sure you Let's would. Let's don't go there. <laughs> that was Buzz, B-U-Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Okay, I, I just... Well, I shouldn't know. roam us off the path. Judy, the question is, do you like cheese curds? <laughs> well, and chitlins. Well, we in Jefferson not too long ago, um, and uh, my husband always gets the cheese curds up there, and he grew the Ash County pimento peppers this year. Uh, for the first time, Amen. Have to try and yeah. can those. Sounds however, good. you do that. We haven't done that yet. Um, what are pimento peppers? They look and taste like a bell pepper. They're they're shorter, uh, very thick 
again, in comparison to a bell pepper, mm. um, much shorter. And, um, you know, we just kept eating them thinking they were uh, a different variety because Jim plants so many different varieties. Are they the ones you make pimento cheese with? Yes. Yes. Didn't realize people grew them here. I didn't either. Yeah. Hmm. Judy, you've, you've educated Judy, you us. You got me on that one, too. Rufus, you need to. We got a hot buzz. You need to branch out, yeah. Hot buzz on that. (laughs) You know, but Judy, I'm from Boone, and that's why I love West Jefferson. Yeah. Right. We had property up in Ash County for quite a number of years. We just sold our cabins and that. um, Beautiful country. Gosh. Allegheny uh, and Ash. Oh, it's beautiful up there. Yeah. Waltauga. Waltauga, yeah. Well, Judy, thank you for taking time to call us, and please call us again. Well, thanks again. for the offer. I, I just hit it lucky this year and found some plants. Well, good for you. Good for you. Well, just know you can always reach out. We plant dim plants every year. It's just my counter is full of peppers. It's hard to find enough people to give them to. So. I understand. Ooh. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Enjoy yes, your ma'am. every week. Thanks a lot. I know. All right. Uh, we'll wind things up with Philip. Hey, Philip, how are you? I'm doing great. Hope you guys are. Yes, sir. You are all having a mighty good time this morning. That's the whole idea of the show is educate a little bit and, and have a good time, make people feel better. Well, I've got a question. I've got fescue uh, grass, unfortunately, but it has been a good year for it. Uh, one of your advertisers, Fairway Green, looks after it for me. And they a lot of people. Out. I see a lot of those signs around for Fairway Green. They're good, good company. Been with us a long but time. I had, uh, excuse me. I had it reseeded about a week ago. And, mm-hmm. uh, and of course, seed uh, shocked everybody this year. I think the price of seed. The, uh, yeah, everything is, is higher. But at any rate, I've got a yard full of leaves. Fortunately, I had a couple of big limbs that I've already gotten out of it, but don't have any big limbs or trees down. But I've got a yard full of green leaves, and I don't want to rake them, and I don't want to blow them because I'm afraid I'll, I don't see any grass coming up. As blow the yet. seed off, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, did they, so was, did they broadcast well, the seed out, or did they use a slit seeder? No, well, they aerated real good. You're probably okay. You'd probably do want to get those leaves up, or or it's going to smother those little grass seedlings as they start to germinate. I'd I'd probably use a rake and just do it as gently as possible. Yeah. Um, so you don't pull okay. the yeah pull them up. You have to. Yeah, you yeah, do have to be careful. But uh, you know, with this rain, <clears throat> that's going to make them. Uh, yeah. Stick and lie flatter, and yeah, it's harder. Harder. Yeah, I to use one of those flexible rakes, not the one with the hard. Right, 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 and you just kind of skim it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my question. I didn't want to damage. I don't see any. Yeah, try yeah, just just kind of experiment one little section and and see how what see how that does. Over it with uh, my lawnmower and mulching it after. Well, I, I that's what I've always done uh, in my yard because I don't have a, a a very big. I don't have a lot of grass and never have, and and that's basically what I've I've always had a mulching mower. And we're running out of time. We only have about 30 seconds. Okay. I just wondered if mulching would hurt anything running over it, but I'm not coming up. I don't think it, it's going to hurt anything. So it'll make the soil a little more if they, acidic. If, if they aerated real good after they put the seed down, then you probably got those seeds stuck in the in the soil pretty good. And, and 
but you, you need to get those leaves up one way yeah, or the other. That's right. Thank you. Y'all have a great week. You too, Philip. Thank you. Tom, thank you so much. Always an honor having you here and fun, too. And Brother Rufus, we'll see you at the Farmer's Market next week. Had to Paul, come and congratulate you again. Bless you, Hall man. Hall of Famer. Yes, sir. Thank you. It sounds good. Paul, we'll see you soon. Thank you, sir. God love you. We'll see you next week, everybody, at the Farmer's Market. is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Allison Keyes in Washington. Rescue efforts are